Think I Like You, a counterintuitive approach to dating and relationships in the digital age. I'm your host, Clara Archwager. I'm a coach, I'm a writer, and I specialize in helping women who are already living really rich lives. They don't view marriage as the be-all, end-all, but they do desire to co-create a life with another, deeply so. They're curious to understand why that hasn't come to fruition thus far and how they can pursue those desires more consciously. In these conversations, some with just me, some with incredible guests, and others with my dear fiance, James, will be in that vein, imbued with curiosity, nuance, and a way of looking at dating and relationships that isn't contained to such a formulaic and stifled lens. Let's go. Welcome back. This is Clara. Clara Archwager, your host. It's a Friday. It'll be a Friday when this goes live. And uh, we are winding down towards the end of summer, but we have been just absolutely, absolutely bonkers spoiled in the Hudson Valley with this gorgeous weather. It's I don't even have the air on the house today. It's just gorgeous and flowing and the windows are open and... Um, yeah, just so, so beautiful. So I hope wherever you are, it's, it feels good if it feels that way. Similarly so. So this is a mini episode. Earlier this week, you met James, my fiance. We did a little interview with him, a get to know him, and then the story of how we met. In future episodes, as we, as we said a bajillion times in the actual episode, we're going to be going more into specific topics, um, yeah, more kind of like a, as I do with this, as I've done with the solo episodes, where it's more focused in a particular area versus um, just a get to know you kind of thing. But we wanted to we wanted to do that first to kind of set the stage, lay the groundwork. Um, if you haven't given that a listen, please do. And I also wanted to say, y'all are just loving on the Spotify reviews. I popped over there, and it's funny. I don't really, I listen to a handful of podcasts through Spotify, maybe like one or two, but I mostly listen through um, iTunes. And so it was funny to me to be like, oh, wait, most of you are listening on uh, Spotify. So thank you so much for the reviews over there. Um, if you haven't and you feel inclined, I'm so appreciative of those. This helps the podcast, as I'm sure many of you know reach other people, reach more people. Um, and I put a lot of time into this content. And really the thing is I've heard so much from people that it's really helpful. It's legitimately helpful. And that's wonderful. I love that I can create a resource that I, I, I look forward to recording. It's really fun for me. And if it can make people feel supported or less alone or have clarity um, in the space of dating and relationships and their lives, then like all the better. So, um, if you haven't, uh, would be greatly appreciative of that. If you could bop on over there, I, on Spotify, as I'm learning, you can only just, just do the stars versus a written review over on iTunes. So, uh, that is that. And then on today's episode, so if you follow me on Instagram, uh, or you're on my email list, you may have caught that I've mentioned that I am shifting up 
my coaching schedule, which means when I take clients throughout the year. And so I wanted to talk about that in today's episode, but it doesn't just apply to, oh, if you're interested in working with me, like give this a listen. Um, What I'm actually going to walk you through is the exercise I did with myself to kind of rejigger things and come back into alignment with, with my work. So that's what I'm going to spend the bulk of the episode talking about uh, and walking you through in case you're hungering for, I mean, it's a very straightforward exercise. I often find the simplest things are the most helpful, um, but this could be applied in any area of your life. And I happen to just reach a point where, you know, this actually, this fall marks four years or pretty much this August, September, four years that I have been coaching, um, which is wild. I was in a very different place four years ago in 2018, uh, not just in my life, but with, with this work, it was just, it was just the beginning. And so at that time, and since that time, I have just always taken clients. I, at you know, in the most recent years when I was supporting myself full time from my coaching business, I would take on 10 to 12, eight to 12 clients and then fill that quota. And then as spaces opened up, um, and people finished their programs, I would take on more people, but there was no set, like, you know, people start at this time and they end up that time. And I think that that was necessary in order to garner the type of experience and exposure that I both needed and wanted to just take it all. I mean, now after having worked with so many people and just seeing so clearly the type of person and where they are in their life that I can best support in a really radical transformation. Like it's, it's very cool to have that data and be able to look back on that. Um, and I think, you know, it's funny, I didn't even realize it had been four years until I was just driving home from my office to record at home. And on the drive, I realized, man, it's I'm making this change after four years. And and there's something about that, maybe the number four, I should have looked up the numerology of it beforehand, um, or sort of the, the, the sense of like a quarter, four years, sort of the, the first quarter of the business if you will. And now's the time to shift things up and change. And so in very simple terms, that change is coming in the form of only taking, and this is for private clients. So people who work with me one-to-one, only taking those people on in September and March. So this this year, or rather this coming September, so this will go live in mid-August of 2022. The start date is September 19th. I'll be taking between eight to 12 people, depending on how many people I have in the six month versus the 12 month. Um, and then in March, it's like the third week of March. I think it's like March 23rd of 2023 will be the next cohort. I So the reason I'm highlighting all this is because I've had it many a time where people can just work with me on a rolling basis. I will often say to people like you should snag your spot because usually the way I was operating, I would only have one to two spaces open at a time. And so I would always encourage people to do it when it felt right to them. But at the same time, I, I had to slot them in at a certain point to support the greater framework of the business. And in, in this way, in setting this boundary and this structure, I'm both creating a better system for myself, but also my clients. I mean, this is essentially being designed to better, to leverage the best way that I work, which in turn then will better support the clients. 
So that's the nitty gritty. And I'm just going to get the logistical details out of the way. If you're like, oh, I'm interested in September, you have to book a discovery call, which is essentially 45-ish minutes. You and I hop on Zoom and it is a get to know you and to explore is the type of support and that you're seeking and where you're at and your needs best supported by what I do. That's that's the exploration. So I'll put these links in the show notes, but they're also on my website. If you go to I think I like you.co and click on private coaching, that's at the bar at the top, you'll see the whole description. I have lots of details there as to what it's like, what it consists of. There's even a video that I uploaded recently just to walk people through more of it. But honestly, if you're interested, I would recommend scheduling the discovery call just because like that's gonna be the best exposure to what it's actually like to work what it's actually like to work with me and whether or not it's the right fit. And it can also be clarifying, like I've done many a discovery call where people are like, oh, actually I need a career coach or actually no, I need to work on something with my finances or wait, actually this is going to blend everything for me and this is the exact support that I've needed. So it's not like you get on the call and you have to work with me. That the link to that will also be in the show notes. But again, if you go to I think I like you.co and you click on work with me, that takes you directly to the scheduler to schedule a call. And basically, I should have looked at the, the calendar here, but I'm gonna pull it up on my phone. I'm essentially um with September 19th, that week being the start of sessions, I am ending discovery calls after. September 12th. So that's the week prior. So like you have to do your call before then to get into the September 19th cohort. Okay. Those are all the logistical details. Um, the main meat and bulk of this episode was to talk about kind of the why, why this restructuring, and then how I went about figuring out that this framework would work really well for me. And this can be something that you take away for yourself to work on something entirely different in your own life. So I would say, I mean, really the biggest thing is that, you know, while I do think, and I've worked in startups before and I've supported a lot of founders, like there is a level of the first few years of just like all systems go throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks and having to be always on. You you, you just... I, I don't believe in burnout, um, but at the same time, I think when you're working to really create something, build something, and get something off the ground, like it needs that type of momentum and attention and flexibility. Um, and so that's what it's been for the last few years. And in so doing, I've really both refined my process. I've understood, like, I I do so well, and and then subsequently, the people who I work with do so well. Women who are in the space of that 35-ish, late, you know, mid-30s, later into their 30s, and then into their 40s, who have done a fair amount of therapy, who are like, I have a level of self-awareness around my stuff, but things are still hitting a wall in the realm of dating and relationships. And I like what gives essentially, how do I marry that sort of understanding slash it's a little bit fuzzy to begin with, with like, how do I create actual change? in my life there. Um, So that being the real sweet spot. And then I used to structure my programs as four months long. At one point it was three months and then it went to four months. And then what I found is that everyone I worked with, when I offer them the opportunity at the end to say like, do you want to, you know, close out this container or do you want to continue in some fashion? They would all continue. And where the sweet spot 
was, was around the six month mark. And so now I'm just like, okay, we're doing a six month program and we're doing a 12 month program because that's what's shaking out, uh, as it is. So I needed that experience and that data, but now as a, you know, 36 turning 37 in November, um, building my family, it's now, it's not just me. It's someone else that I'm sharing my life with, including two dogs that are staring at me right now (laughs) to take them to go to the bathroom. I see you, Birdie. I see you. Yep. I'll be right there. Um, in like 20 minutes when I finish this (laughs) right there. But it's not just me. It's not just me. And I I need to create a foundation for my life such that my schedule and my income is more predictable. And I could sort of take you into all the kind of reasons as to why I have maybe resisted that, but that's that's for that's for another podcast. So so in the context of building a life with someone, wanting to have certain freedoms and flexibilities with our schedule, but also wanting to build a family and essentially being in a position right now where like maternity leave isn't an option, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's, it's not, I mean, it is, you know, we would be fine, but, um, wanting to create something that is a little more life-giving and, uh, creates more security within, yeah, within our family. So that was the kind of bigger picture. But then uh, I could feel this pull towards, I'm feeling a different way to structure this one-to-one so that I'm able to open up brain space for other things that I want to create, i.e. online classes, digital products, the ways in which people can work with me where they're not working directly with me. Um, that will still be super valuable and advantageous. So with just sort of an open door policy of like randomly taking this person at that time and, you know, randomly continuing to fill the bucket so that there were just 10 to 12 people at all times, it was great to have the demand, but there wasn't a structure and space then for other things to, to create and iterate and and change things up. So when I was thinking about all of this, I found it very difficult to ground into, you know, and sort of when someone's like, what do you want? It's like, <laughs> could there be a more challenging question? Like, how do we root this in something? And this is where the exercise that I did, I think would be helpful for anyone uh, because it is so radically simple. Even as I say it, you're going to be like, really, that's it. Um, but I find that this wasn't, you know, this wasn't some complicated journal or planner or book. It was just, let me look at the calendar and feel into what are the seasons of my life across an entire year? So that's what I did. I just took a blank piece of paper and I urge you to do the same, an eight by 11 piece of printer paper. And I put January, February, March, all the months of the year, all the months of the year. And I started to go month by month and be like, what do I want my January to look like? And instantly it became very clear. I was like, oh, well, it's really important to me to have two and a half to three weeks off between the holidays and the beginning of the year. And even at that point, I was like, oh, I'm in January, but I'm already starting to shape December. So I actually moved December up to the top and was like, okay, let's start in December. December, I know that I want to take like 
the last week, wherever Christmas-ish falls in there, give or take, you know, from the 22nd on through the first day, January 10th, 12th, something like that. Because after having worked in the wellness industry for a long time, I've learned that one, not everyone is ready to start right on one, one. A lot of people aren't. Uh, and even separate from that, for me, that's the space, that's the space that I want. And that was really the the, the thing here was looking at what, what best serves me so that I can then best serve other people. And I do realize this is a privilege of working for yourself. Full stop. It is. But I think, especially given the state of corporate America and, and how people feel about their jobs, that, uh, we have a bit more flexibility these days, but I also, I want to acknowledge that. I fully want to acknowledge that. So I just started with that. It's like, what was important to me in December just to have, or excuse me, well, end of December, January. And it was like, okay, that time. Cool. But like, otherwise I'm ready to go back to work. But I also knew I was like, I don't want to do any launches in January. It's crowded. It's chaotic. People are very focused on their physical health. And I just don't want to do that. And I also don't want to do any launches in February because specifically for this, for my one-to-one coaching, because anything around the Valentine's Day holiday just really doesn't drive with any type of messaging that I want to put out there. And then independent of that, I was like, it's just a time where I'm ready to be heads down and getting to work. So I was like, okay, that's, that's clear. March, I was like, oh, interesting. The spring equinox falls in the latter part of March. And I think that's a really beautiful period of renewal, but also March and April in general are really rough months in the Northeast. They're the time of year every year where I'm like, we should move. Um, and the last few years I have been wise enough (laughs) to get away during that period. Last year, we went to Costa Rica for two weeks. I worked for the one week while I was there. And then I took the other week off ish though. Again, with the whole schedule, it was like, I was kind of always on. Um, so I knew that I wanted to slot in two weeks off in March to go somewhere warm. So I dropped that in. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to start a cohort. I want to start something around the spring equinox because to me, that is such a beautiful period of renewal. So I decided I'm going to start something like one of these groups. Um, whenever I say group or cohort, people are like, am I in a private coaching thing? But with others, it's like, no, I just try to start people all at the same time. Well, that's what I'm working towards. So I was like, that feels really good. And it's a fair enough distance from the new year and Valentine's and all that gobbledygook. Then I looked at April and I was like, April's fine. It's, it's another month for me of like kind of heads down. That's, that's clear. I feel that I don't need to be going anywhere. Then June got a little more like, huh, what do I want this to be like? We, we went to Europe for three weeks this past June and having gone away for two weeks in March and three weeks in May was a lot. At the same time, we avoided so much of the summer rush um, going before, while the school year was still in. And so I decided instead of three weeks, I would block off another two weeks to be somewhere, but not two weeks that I needed to take off from work. 
So then I I looked at June, July, and August collectively, and I slotted in here some like, oh, it would be fun to, like, I want to take a girl's trip, a, a, a trip with, and you can, you'll notice it's, it revolves heavily around travel, but I want one weekend to take um, a girl's trip. I want a weekend to, uh, you know, do a beach trip. I want to spend the entire month of August by the ocean. Now, mind you, we don't have the budget right now to do specifically spending a month by the ocean unless we rent out our house. But I highlight that because this is, while this is a structure I'm putting in place, it's also aspirational. Um, and I found by chunking out the months this way that it became really, really clear where I wanted to physically root myself during these points in the year. And then depending on where I was physically rooted, what I wanted my work to look like. So the summer, I would have space for this fluidity and flexibility and being able to take these little side trips or go other places, but I wouldn't be working towards launching anything. I would have people well within a program. The other thing it made me realize too is how much I relish being where our, our home home is in the summer. And I haven't felt that this year of just being so aware. And I think I've done a pretty good job every day that the sun shines and it's gorgeous. I'm like, just like, I'm just thinking about this season and how in a few months time, not in a negative way. And that comes with its own, you know, fires and marshmallows and, and, (laughs) and cozy, you know, foods and all that kind of stuff. It's beautiful too, but I've just felt so present to appreciating this season and appreciating where we are in just the Hudson Valley and the Catskills and all of its glory this time of year. And so go, you know, in that way, I wouldn't want to go to Europe for three weeks if I can muster it or we can afford it. Um, because I want to really enjoy that time here. And the same goes for September, October, November, well into the fall, but coming to September and kind of back to this like larger schedule, Unlike January, I have, I've always seen September and I'm not the person who invented this and certainly not the first person to think of this. I've always seen September as January 2.0, but I've kind of loved it more for that reason. I think it's the coziness of the back to school vibe, but not having to go back to school lately. I've been, um, and I'm going to do it after I record this. I've been walking my dog's behind my old high school. So I, I walk over to the high school and then I walk on the field behind the high school, which I probably won't be able to do when school's in session. Cause they'll be like, who's that woman out there with her two dogs. But it's just got me like feeling all the feels about those years and those times of years and those transitions. And, um, I think that there's something really lovely about it. And so I felt into the idea of starting a group of incredible women in September, which is why one of the start dates falls September 19th. And, and to clarify there as well, when you work with me, you have your coaching calls on either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So September 19th is the week that it starts, but you, you know, there's flexibility on when the calls are. Um, but yeah, that felt, that felt really, really good. Um, and then that would carry into October and November and it would make space for, that beautiful holiday break. It would make space for that holiday break, but then give us enough buffer after the fact to, because there's, 
with with both of these um cohorts the you know the September one and then the the March one they stretch for for 6 months each and again there is a 12 month option but there are really beautiful breaks built in because we need you need that distance in that space it's like being in a relationship right where you need your alone time you <laughs> you need your time to do your own thing um and sometimes that's for a night and sometimes for a weekend and sometimes it's for a whole week but um you need that space for integration and so um the structure allows for that even more than it has before so I know I just kind of ran you through my calendar year, but I would urge you to take pen to paper. Um, and I think actually doing it in September, you know, if we want to just play with the year a little bit and, and I'm sure culturally in some aspect, like some, you know, a, a new year can start in September, but, um, and, and jot all the, the names and the months down there and just look sort of take a bird's eye view to what type of schedule, not just that you do you want, but like best serves your work. Like my whole thing in March about going somewhere warm for two weeks is not because I'm like, I want to go to the beach. It's because I know that after a certain amount of time in the Northeast in winter, I'm not at my best. I need a reboot. I need a reboot for myself, my relationships, for my family, for my soon to be husband, and very much for my clients. You know, so it's not this sort of uh, almost like, let me cherry pick the exact schedule I want. It's like, how do I need to structure my time, my bigger year in order to deliver the best work? That's really what it comes down to. Um, and then separate from that, and again, this is still a bit, you know, this is a product of working for myself, but already as it is, as you heard me say before, I, I coach on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That's when I do coaching calls with clients. And it's also when you'll notice if you book a discovery call, those are the days that you can book. And I do it within very specific hours during those days. Again, like when I'm, I'm most energized, I can best show up. You know, I've done all my other stuff. I've, I've worked out, I've cleared my to-dos. Like it's, it's just a clean slate. I've resourced myself. Um, and Mondays and Fridays are left open and flexible for more deep, creative, uh, long-term work. So that's it. There you have it. That's what I did. That's what it looks like. Um, as I said at the beginning, if you're interested in working with me, September 19th is the next group that starts when I'm taking on one-to-one private clients, but you need to do your discovery call in the next few weeks before that in order to both secure your spot, but also figure out if if I'm the right fit, if you're the right fit for this, and if we would work well together. All right, y'all have a beautiful weekend. I will see you next week. 